What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? So I had a different story, but then I saw this video of a model and competitive eater in New Zealand who literally demolished a 2.5-pound burrito in less than 90 seconds. It took her a minute and 20 seconds to devour this 2.5-pound burrito from Mad Max, which is called One Kilo Burrito. And I was like, I love burritos. Okay, I can scarf it down. It, it will not take me that a minute and 20 seconds. But, you know, I can probably do it in like 30 minutes, depending on where it's from. Oh. And I was like, I know you guys all love food. We all love food around here. Burritos. And I'm going to start with Greg. How fast, what's the fastest time, I'm sorry, that you've eaten your burrito? Oh, man, probably <laughs> three to five minutes. What? I, I can take a burrito down pretty fast. Really? Is, is that slow or fast? That's fast. Oh, no, yeah, I can take it down pretty quickly. 2.5 pounds, though? 2.5 pounds? That'll take a little while. That'll take a little bit longer. 2.5 like pounds seven. is huge. That's a monster burrito. No, that's Ten. seven, bro. What do you think that like is? Ten. You think that's two tortillas, Ten. two giant flour tortillas? I'm still shocked by three minutes. For a regular burrito? Three minutes from, like, what? Where, where, where are you okay, buying Okay, let, let me... Let, okay, chipotle, double wrapped. Oh, pfft. Yeah, that's three to five minutes. Easy. Yeah, I can take that down pretty fast. With or without Maybe rice. Not three, but. If you have no rice, that it helps. Even with the rice. Yeah. No, rice bad. No. Man, I make it a quesarito too, and I'll do it that way too. I am shook right now, you fatties. <laughs> like, I got a buddy of mine who eats burritos like in like five or six bites, like people eat hot dogs. My yeah. buddy could crush this this burrito easy in like probably a minute. Yeah, I, I'm okay with I, – I can take it down pretty quick. Like, give me less than – I can do less than five minutes in Chipotle for sure. What? Yeah. Oh, man. This- I mean, if I haven't eaten all day especially, oh, man, yeah. If I'm hungry like that, I don't mess around. I eat my food fast. I'm a slow eater. Now I feel yeah. some type of way. But slow eating is actually <laughs> healthier yeah. for you. All right, LZ. You're supposed to slow down. All right, LZ, help me out here. How long I mean, does it take you? I mean – you could take that real fast, Elsie. Probably like 15 minutes, I guess. But, but if you, you wanted to eat it faster. I hate these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Because all it does is that we keep going back in the same bit where it's like, Elsie doesn't eat bad food for him. Because I'm like going, I'm not even sure if I've yeah, even finished bur- a burrito in the bad last, food? I don't think I've finished a burrito in the last maybe three, four years. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, wow. I eat the inside. I don't eat the tortilla, really, but I feel you. I just, I, mean, I thought, it's like. It's really fulfilling. It's really filling. Like, it's like, it's a lot of food. Yeah. That's why when they said three minutes, I was like, wait, what? That's a giant burrito, two and a half pounds. That's yeah. monster burrito. Yeah, I sent you guys a It video. is a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big. lot of food. Yeah. So I'm watching this like, girl eh. take this whole thing down, and then at the very end, she opens her mouth and, like, you know, sticks out her tongue, like, look, it's all gone. And I was like. No, I can drink fast. Mm. If you want to have a booze alcohol kind of conversation, I can put down some shots real fast. I could probably drink a whole bottle of like tequila by myself like in 20 minutes or something Ooh. like that. But Ooh. 20 minutes? <laughs> Get out of here. Probably wow. 15, probably. Probably 15. 15. I'm, my parents, I was going to say in Spanish, my parents are from Jalisco and I can't even do that. <laughs> oh, I put Good some Lord. damage when I'm down in Mexico. Put it this way. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, never mind. <laughs> You're talking about liquor, though. 
And liquor's involved, Laura. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm not mad know, at you, we, though. You just heard the man tell you he'd go to Australia and be ready to roll. Roll, baby, <laughs> he roll. Said he, he said he would fly direct, <laughs> dig a hole, put Get water, the water in it. Yeah. Well, now, what have you got to connect? Let's do it in the pool, baby. What have you got to connect? I'm still He's ready not to drunk. go. As long Still as ready to go? As, as long as the shovel's in the spot where it needs to be when I get there so I can dig the ditch and get the water and get the pool going, I'll be ready. All right, fair enough. All right, that is what you need to know. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, let's go to the phones. we got people on hold that want to get into this conversation that we we're having about Paul George. Let's go to Adam and Boyle Heights. Adam thinks I'm getting crazy. What up, Adam? Man, what's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking the call, man. I love the, I love what you guys do. I'm a big supporter, man. I love it. Well, thank um, you, thank you. Here it is, man. Check it out. Check it out. This, this is my little thing about this whole thing going on. I'm going to give Paul George his credit because he did what he had to do, and he did step up. And I am a Laker fan. I'm not a hater. Believe that. But here's my thing. I'm cracking up, man, because I'm in Southern California, and I'm just laughing how we are celebrating. What are we celebrating here? It's still right. the second round. They won game. You still got to close out the series. And Cap, man, I love you, Cap, because you also said something funny to me that you said, "Why are we taking a victory lap?" Exactly. Let's just wait. Let's just see what plays out. Because tomorrow, George, you might be. You know, who knows, right? What so, What I'm saying is this: is that everybody was sitting here laughing yesterday when I when I was telling you this dude can win a game on the road by himself, and everybody's like, ah. But that's not what happened, George. All my, no, George, no, no. You keep, you keep trying to change the conversation. LZ, I'm the conversation, not talking about the you. The conversation, but you keep trying to change the conversation because it makes you feel better. The conversation was about the pressure on Paul George versus Giannis. That was the I'm conversation. I'm glad you said that, LZ. I'm glad LZ, you said that, LZ. That was where that was where the conversation started, and of course, like all our conversations, they evolved. Do they, they evolved not? Evolved because you were losing the argument about Paul George versus Giannis. <laughs> you evolved, they, it. I, I, but I still don't. But <laughs> hey, you know what? I still don't think I lost that argument. I don't care that you guys don't agree with me. I'm telling you that Paul George still has more pressure. And if you don't believe so, why is Adam and Boyle Hodge saying, "Oh, do it again"? Then why is that the case? I told you last segment because great players do it again. So, okay. All right, fine. If that's what you say, then that's fine. I, mean, I think he's a great – he's done it for three straight games. He's giving you 30-plus points in three straight games. That you, This is a dude that gets clowned every day, no matter what he does. So, basically, he's got to hoist the championship without Kawhi for you to feel like he's, he's arrived. I didn't say he didn't arrive, George. You keep, you keep conflating the two So, I'm asking you then, which is it? What do you mean, which is it? It's what I've been saying since yesterday. So if he, th- Giannis so, has you're, you're more contradicting pressure. yourself. Paul then. George, Giannis has the most pressure. Paul George also has pressure. Paul George has a history of falling short. But Paul George is a great player, and he has the potential of actually having a great game. Those are the things that I have said. And the reason why I say do it again, and I'm going to assume that other people say do it again, is because that's what great players do. They do it again. KD is not going to go out there and give you five points after he just scored 49. Why? Because he's a great player, and great players do it again. Jordan right, did Paul it again. George is also LeBron not giving did it you five again. points. So he's now not. we're going to now we have to see if Paul George is going to do it again. That's all. Well, well, listen. On that note, so let's you're just you're proving my this. point. He has pressure on him. Yeah, he does. But but well, more than Giannis, he we never said he didn't have pressure. <laughs> no one more, ever said more he didn't than have Giannis. pressure. 
more than yes. And, and this is not just about the discussion we were having about pressure. This is about, and a conversation that we've had multiple times on this show, about everybody laughing at him, everybody getting off their jokes, a pandemic P, and I'm not talking about just you. So please excuse me when I say that because I'm not just referring to you, but I'm talking about the, you know, I, we started talking about this, all the avalanche that falls on him on social media, et cetera, et cetera. And it ain't just random dudes with 37 numbers in their name okay in their twitter handle so that's what i'm referring to that is pressure albeit a separate conversation and it doesn't it's not about necessarily exactly what you and i were talking about yesterday it's not about win or lose i don't give a crap about whether you think you agree with me or not clearly i don't because you know me long enough i'm gonna believe what i believe but this dude takes too much grief that's my overall point it's been my overall point all season it's been my overall point for now two seasons while he's been here and guess what if if the clippers wind up winning the series and if he has another really nice game not total control not kd 49 points but if they win and he has another good game that'll be another check of a box to, to have people say see he can or he has but the thing is the celebration is they won game five they didn't on the win road the in one of the toughest venues win. in the sport. It was a great win, and it was a so great So that's what I'm saying. So why, if we're going to clown him every no time clown. he has a bad game, why do, we, celebrate, do we celebrate dudes every single night in the regular damn season. Don't act like we don't do that. Get out of here with that nonsense. What nonsense? What Which one? What are you getting one? upset about? I don't understand what's happening. You guys about? act like we don't, we don't sit here and watch random person X in the NBA and be like, yo, man, dude went off last night in like March. So we, yeah, we, we do. can't do it for Paul George? We are in the playoffs for Paul George. on the road? Why do you keep unearthing the goalposts and relocating in a different position? I'm just asking you the question. Like, I'm asking Kaplan. I'm it's not you, LZ. Okay. Kaplan just brought that up. I'm <laughs> okay, not talking Cap. to you right now. Right, about that. I'm going to go drink some coffee. You go, you, your, your turn, Cap. Okay, the point right. is this. He I mean, we don't have to get great. so personal about this. It's just a real question. I'm, I'm addressing the person who just asked me. The guy played a great game in a hostile environment when most people didn't think he was able to pull off this kind of a performance because he hadn't necessarily in his career in the past. Yes, he's under pressure because people clown him. That is true, okay? But he's really under pressure because his teammates are looking at him saying, it's your turn to lead. And he came through last Correct. night. Now. Bingo. Now, here's the thing. They right. got to finish it off. Otherwise, George, to your point, people will go back to clowning him because they'll go, well, he had a great performance. And they There's won no, game question. And, no question. No question. You know what that is? Again. You know what that is? Is it, let me guess, is it pressure? How about that? Freaking bingo. How about that? Now we've come full circle. Right. Are we, done with, come straw man? Are we done with this straw man argument? Because no one ever said he didn't have pressure. But you created this narrative to argue against yourself. At no point did, did Cap and I say Paul George didn't have any pressure. We just said Giannis had the most pressure. But we never said Paul George didn't have pressure. But Giannis don't get this grief that you're giving Paul George. Not you. I'm saying people give Paul George. Probably because of what you said yesterday, which is he has two MVPs. That's my point, dog. No, no, no. It's that people are just getting to Giannis. He's just okay. getting to this okay. point okay. now. Okay. Paul now George has I'm the been. one that moves the goalposts. No, I have not moved. I'm the one that's been saying this really consistently, which is Giannis has the most pressure. 
because he has two MVPs and he just said that KD is better than me and he was scared to guard him during their last game. That's okay. what I said yesterday. That's what I'm saying today. Yeah, although today Giannis said, hey, if you need me to guard him, I'll guard him. Well, guard him. In That's fact, what you're supposed to say in the huddle during game four, dog. Right. Actually, you know what? <laughs> and you know what, LZ? Yeah. We and Cap, we are in a million percent agreement on that. We were there yesterday, and I, I continue to say there now. I don't. I haven't been paying that close attention as his first quarters rolled around. But they're winning. I don't know if he's guarding KD. I'd have to check. I'd have he's to not hitting free throws. Bit. I can tell you that. I don't want to be on the free throw line. He can't hit them. Well, we know that. Yeah, and he just missed again. We know that. Yeah. So, so there you go. So the thing. So when it, when it comes to PG, and. Mm-hmm. You know, PG has brought a lot of this clowning on himself. I brought up the commercial. Some of it, he, yes. Agreed. The commercial he agreed to do. The nicknames he's given himself. The back yes. and forth of rationales of passing the players. Who he is. Expectations. Turning his back on Oklahoma City on Paul George Day. All kinds of stuff. I want to play with Kobe. No, I always wanted to play with, Paul, with, with Kawhi. I've always wanted to be a Clipper. But I'm so happy I'm in Thunder. But you know, I could have been a Spur if I wanted to. Like, he brings all this on himself in that a lot part, of ways. W- w- listen, you and I, 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 a million percent in agreement. I'm not but, disputing that part. I'm just but, talking about the stuff between the lines is what I'm saying. But, I mean, that is all part of it, though. It's, he doesn't exist in a bubble. He's not in a silo. All of that off-court stuff about Paul George is there on the court with him. In fact, that's true of every player, as a matter of fact. LeBron James doesn't stop and say, call me King James when he's on the court. No, he's just balling out. But because of the King James persona, that comes with him on the court. So every mistake he makes, people who hate King James are going to highlight it. And when he has a victory, they're going to minimize it. That is because of the packaging of everything around him. And that's the same thing with Paul George. But but I, I, I'm not saying this is you. But I'm saying that with that, that – and maybe it is guys bring it upon themselves to an extent. But when I – like I just hate this kind of environment that – when I say we, I mean everybody. Like, And I mostly mean the internet culture because to your point earlier, you could do without the internet, but you wouldn't do without AC. And I'm with you for right. a, lot, a multitude <laughs> of reasons. But – it, to me, this culture we've created where you either are like LeBron or Steph or KD or you're trash, um, like James Harden gets some of that grief as I see him on my screen a second ago. Like that's just stuff to me don't just doesn't sit well with me. And I don't like that we do that to these people like that. Like the guys who are legitimately good. Now, if you want to clown a dude who thinks he's like he's a role player, you know, like there are plenty of those dudes around the world that are around this league that are like, you know, I just but, need mine. But here, I'm, I'm, for, for me, my perspective is in that space you're talking up, and I know we got to wrap, Greg, but I just want to get this out real quick. When you get paid like those dudes, the Stephs and the LeBrons, when you get that money like them, you get the expectations like them, whether it's fair or not, because I understand the market dictates who gets what. Nonetheless, when you're on that tier in terms of money, you're also on that tier in terms of scrutiny. It's hand in hand. All right, that's fair. We can. Uh, I do want to get into a couple of other things on the other side. We still have plenty of calls at 877-710-ESPN. We also want to recognize uh, our father uh, nominee today, Charlie Folk from Ventura, is going to pop in for two minutes. We'll talk to him in just a moment. Uh, we'll take more of your calls. Also, I got to get to this choke by Philly yesterday because I, I think that was like one of the most epic things I've ever seen. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so Don LZ Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We have been honoring fathers this week as it is Father's Day this weekend. And happy Father's Day to LZ and to Cap and to Greg. Back to you. So we uh, and thank you. you. Yes. My dad. Uh, and, and Laura's dad. Como se llama papi? Antonio Romo. Oh, Antonio Romo. What a great Ooh, Latino a great name, name, Antonio Romo. Oh, my gosh. That's what Sounds I'm like he, sh- he should be in a telenovela. I know, right? They actually, Michael and John always uh, say that. The daughter of Tony Romo. I'm like, he's not lying. Antonio. Yeah. We call him Tony. So when uh, it's we, people are like, your dad's really Tony Romo? Yeah, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the real to- that, guy. The Cowboys Tony Romo don't, don't know how to speak Spanish, man. You know? Nah. So, and not, I ain't mad at you if you don't know how to speak Spanish. It's all cool. But, you know, Laura certainly knows how to speak Spanish. So that definitely couldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio Romo. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day, Antonio. And to all the dads yes. out there. Because let me tell you something. Being a dad ain't easy, man. It no. is not easy. So when we well, honor all these dads, George, like we're about to, just sending shout-outs and love to all the dads out there, man. Yeah. And That's I, the I biological wanna... dads as well as the dads who are chosen. Yes. yes, and LZ, be. you get a little extra love today for me on Father for Father's Day because my wife has been back to work this week, and I've had to deal with the children a lot more. And I know that you raised Isaiah in a big way, <laughs> and good God, you must have had a lot of patience. You know, every kid is different. I have nothing to compare Isaiah to. Mm. You know, so I don't know what Cap's dealing with. You know, and Cap didn't know what I dealt with, and you don't know what any of us are dealing with because every kid is different, just like every adult is different. I yeah. was real fortunate, man. Isaiah was a good kid. Yeah. He's a well, good kid. He oh, sounds like is, a good kid. Yeah, you punch him once, you do what you tell him. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Easy enough. All right, let's go to Charlie Folks, who's our nominee today. Uh, the Harris Resort SoCal winner, one night stay and $100 resort credit. Uh, Charlie, real quick, I just want to thank you for, uh, for calling us, and congratulations on winning. Let me tell you what uh, Stevie wrote for us here. Says, I want to nominate Charlie for Father's Day. Uh, my mom was a single mother who worked her butt off just to put food on the table. And at age four, my brother and age uh, and and at the age of age six, uh, he stepped up as a father figure in my life. He taught me how to read, write, ride a bike, taught me how to work hard and never give up. He only taught me that words. Uh, he not only taught me that words. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me read this again. He not only taught me with words, but by leading as an example. Pardon me there. In high school. He bought me my prom ticket and my prom dress. And as an adult, he is a, an amazing uncle to my kids uh, and is always there when they need help with anything. He is also a father of two young boys and is the most loving, uh, hands-on dad that I've ever known. He's also been coaching youth football for many years. He's been a head coach, athletic director for our Packers football youth program. He's currently a coach at Oxnard High, ran his own boot camps, does training for all the kids in the community. Not only does he teach these children about football, he teaches them life lessons as well. And there has been many children. There have been many children of single mothers who have wanted to play football or get the proper training but have not been able to afford it. My brother has helped these families by paying for them, giving them the free lessons, has become a father figure in most of their lives. I'm a proud person. Uh, I'm proud of this person and, and that he is and he has become and what he does 
for his family, his children, and the children of our community. I'd love for my brother to win this vacation because he deserves it so much. Uh, so, Stevie, your sister nominated you. So, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy to, you know, that I was I was considered for all that. You know, I don't I don't really do do it all for for credit or nothing like that. You know, I just want um, to give these kids an opportunity that uh, I would have liked at that age, and I wasn't dealt the right cards. So, mm. um, rather than sit here and, and pout about myself, I, I reach out to the community and, and try to help kids, especially uh, the ones that that want to help themselves. So, father to father, I went to someone wiser than me for advice and he told me my goal as a dad was to be close enough to my children so that they can push me away (laughs) and then when i became older and people were asking me about advice i said choose presence over presence that when given a choice be there as opposed to delivering a gift what would be your piece of advice to either young fathers or potential fathers about how to be a great father. Uh, my advice is, is a touch on you is, is just to be there. I mean, even if it's, even if it's, you know, you're, you're watching the game and your kids next to you and you guys might not have, you know, any interaction at all, especially nowadays. I got a, a teenager who is just in love with his phone, but um, just being there present and, 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 and talking with him and that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, just, just so he knows that you're there, it goes miles, um, you know, and, and to always, always, while you want to discipline your, your, your kids, you, you also want to make sure that you don't push them where they're too scared to tell you or ask you questions about anything. I've always thought of um, making sure I was 100% honest with them, even if it, it necessarily didn't make me look good or didn't make me come out there i want i want them to to hear things from my point of view and hear things from from someone that's that's been there as to opposed to uh one of their friends so I, i've always been straight up honest with, with, with my kids when when it's come to anything so hey, Charlie, that would be my advice is 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 is, is, is why you discipline them also make sure that they're willing to to talk to you about anything and come to you about anything there you go hey charlie your sister this was really sweet of her to nominate you but real quick you're up at oxnard high 805 representing sounds like um, yes. you're more of a father figure to a lot of these ball players it's not just about coaching football just tell us how the team is or you know what the big plans are oxnard high getting a shout out today yeah yeah so um so i'm, I'm the offensive coordinator here but i also work on campus so um you know as you know teenagers uh they go through many struggles and many different things like that so i'm able to help them on and off the field and uh you know, take them into the classroom and and let them talk to their, their teachers and stuff like that. Um, when it comes to us on the field, we have a really really strong class coming back. We should be strong for the next couple of years. We had a we had a good freshman class come in this last year. We got an even better freshman class coming in this year, and we're excited uh, over here at Oxnard to uh, to come out and show out. Right, well, man. Charlie, sure man, congr- congratulations again for winning this man. Enjoy. The one-night stay at Harris Resort SoCal and the $100 gift card that comes along with it, man. Thank you again for everything you do, man, and enjoy it, okay? Nah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it, man. Congratulations. Take care. Go to your sister, man. That was cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Let me sneak in Eli real quick. He's been holding patiently in Orange County. Oh, Eli's gone. My bad. All right, let's just go to break then because we're late, and that way Greg doesn't yell at me. Uh, All right, what do we got next? Oh, 
the biggest segment of the day. Everyone's favorite segment. It is. I'm not even joking. The highest rated segment we have on this station. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Before we get to producer Greg, speaking of big deals, it's a big deal when you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. So you got to do what I do, man. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Greg? Yeah, you're on. I couldn't hear myself. No, now I can hear myself. Sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> Greg on? It was Hello? weird I, because we did the whole Kelsey, thing do you hear earlier. Greg? I do hear Greg. That was All on right. me. Yeah. Laura, do you yeah. hear Greg? I did. I did. But that that, that yeah. one's actually on me. I'll cop up to that because you're looking. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You took up for him. It was much, It would have been much I more fun it. if you didn't. Actually. It's Greg's fault, man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you ruined it now. We already know. All right, Sedano. Big Boy of Outcast is putting up the house in Atlanta that he and Andre 3000 recorded many of the early hits from Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music and ATLians up as an Airbnb, and you can stay at the house for $25 a night. $25? Is this a, $25 a night. Is no. This, is this a big deal? Right. No, no, it is absolutely right. It's on his Instagram. Go look at Big Boy's Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, I got a coup story for next segment about Instagram. No oh boy, um, that's a big deal. Big boy, are you sure? Yes, hundred percent. Big boy, I'm gonna read this. They right don't here. believe you, man. You know, no, <laughs> I they don't never believe, believe you. me. It's right here. Look, I'm an Airbnb host. The dungeon is now coming. There's a whole story about it. There's a whole story. Yeah, is 20- it twenty five dollars though? Yep, that feels cheap. I mean, okay. Well, now, I'm- does the twenty five dollars come with that gas? I'd you know what that t- gas is. Greg? What? <laughs> LZ, you know what that gas is, right? When it comes to Big Boy. So I'm, I'm reading the um, I'm reading the story. I'm the gas is what he smokes. What'd you say? Greg? Ah. Uh, does the gas come with it? No, it does come with an Escalade, though. Come on, for 25 bucks? It takes you, to, it takes you there and back afterwards. Dude, this I is mean, dope. I mean, listen. This, story, I, look, this is dope, man. Yeah. I mean, it's what great. What playing? Is overrated, underrated, no, big deal? No, big deal. <laughs> this big is big deal. deal. Big, big, properly rated, big, use my card, everything. <laughs> this is hype. This, I, is, this mean, is nice. I, I feel like the business model is kind of crazy, but okay. Yeah, he got deal. money. He fine. He mm-hmm. trying to let fans have an experience. I need some yeah. days off, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's paid. He's super paid. He He's had one of the biggest selling albums of all time. You know he's a huge sports fan. We should get him on. Oh, I'll trade. Awesome. He can come off with, and then, you know, he can let me stay for free. And I can save the $25 used towards my airplane ticket. What if he gives you some of that gas? Then I won't know what place I'm at. He could have me. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I need to make sure I'm at the spot, and then I get it. Yeah. Not ahead of time. Kevin, right. you know who Big Boy is? Yeah, but not like it's not like I know who he is. You know, I mean, like I know who he is, I, but I don't really know who he is. But here's what I can tell you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 25 bucks, if that's really the story, then that is a big deal. Because you would think... That, I thought you were going to tell us like 2,500, 25,000. I thought you were going to tell us some outrageous number. Like, hey, I recorded all these albums here. It's the kind of place you'd want to stay. 
and that you were going to give us some outrageous number. 25 bucks? That's amazing if you're into it. But 25 bucks, if you can get an Airbnb for 25 bucks, it's pretty amazing. Now I know now, why. Go ahead, why? Because they're celebrating their 25th anniversary of Outcast. Of ATLians in at the end of August. Yeah. 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 Did he say that? My bad. I don't know if you said that. No, I did not say that, but oh. that was because these questions need to be short. Just kidding. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, bookies begin at 1 p.m., June 25th. Big Boy Wells, three overnight stays on June 29th, July 21st, and July 3rd for $25 a night. You were right, Greg. I can, go, we, Greg can we cut that? Just for myself. It's not for the show. No, it's for you me. You can have it. You, you should right. have it for all the time. I that mean, just sounded time. like a misprint. It's from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. LZ worked there. I know it's real. It's very real. Yeah. Plus, I, I believe everything I've been there. All right. Uh, what's next? On to the next one. All right, Kaplan, uh, The Sopranos was obviously a very wildly popular show on HBO, mm-hmm. um, but Chris Rock apparently was offered multiple times a role on the show, and he repeatedly turned it down mm-hmm. because he didn't want to ruin it. Is this a big deal or no deal? Hmm. Am I permitted to ask a question here? Or would that be you too just much? just ask what? a question, dog. What does he mean? What, what do you mean you he's going to ruin it? just asked a question. What do you mean he, he, Chris Rock thinks he's going to ruin it? What, what Did he say anything else about that? No, That's he a- just said, I thought I was going to ruin it. He did it with also with Fargo. He didn't want to take the Fargo role that he took in season five or four and because he was afraid that he was going to ruin it also. He just well, loved the show so much that he thought he was going to ruin it. I'll say it's a big deal for this reason. Chris Rock, to me, is one of my all-time like top five comics and I don't think he ruined anything. But the fact that he thinks he would ruin it is very interesting to me. So I will take it as a big deal. I don't think it's a uh, big deal, but I do think it's revealing. But I don't think it's a big deal. Because I think Chris Rock's career has been just fine. And I think Soprano's place in history is just fine. So I can't see any negative repercussions. But it is revealing about Chris Rock's mentality, which is fascinating. What what is it revealed to you out of curiosity? A sense of self awareness. Yeah. You know, that yeah. a lot of artists may not have. You know, you've seen people accept like for instance, like Tilda Swinton, for instance, right? The woman who played the ancient one in Doctor Strange. That's that's a role for an Asian person. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew that. Mm-hmm. She accepted that role. She played mm-hmm. the role. And then when news got out that she was in the role, then she was like, oh my God, I can't believe people are upset. I didn't mean to do anything. You knew what was up. That's what I'm talking about, a little self-awareness. You were a white woman. You knew that was an Asian role, an Asian male role, but an Asian role nonetheless. You took it. So, you know, be like Chris Rock. Be like that ain't for me. (laughs) That's what I mean. Okay. Self-awareness. Yeah, I, I would say big deal. Big, I, I mean, that that kind of like was what I was thinking. Like, oh, yeah, like he feels like his brand of acting or his range perhaps would feel out of place, perhaps, right? With such, which a show that was uh, had its place, right? And he has his own place. Yeah, I, I think that you have to know what you're good at and what you may not be good at. And, and that is certainly self-awareness. I don't think there's any doubt. But in, it feels like actors don't have that governor like maybe not all of them right but maybe some of them do i mean but most you know they try stuff especially for a check <laughs> i ain't mad at you but you know that leaves you vulnerable so 
All right, on to the next one. So big deal, sorry. No, thank you. All right, LZ, the Philadelphia 76ers Twitter account got itself into some trouble yesterday. Up 62 to 40 at halftime, they tweeted out, is this when we are supposed to be tired? With a yawn emoji afterwards. Oh, boy. The Sixers ended up losing the game 109-106. Oh, boy. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's not a big deal. They didn't lose the game because of the social media account. (laughs) Boy, how you know? It jinx. Really? Twitter jinx. Have you seen the list of blown leagues in the postseason? <laughs> There's a common denominator, and it ain't, his name ain't Jinx. <laughs> so, is his name Doc? I love hey, him too, I, man. It breaks my heart, but I can't argue bro, the facts, man. Dude, bro, bro, hold on. Can I can I have like a minute here? Can I just have like a minute to rant about Doc for a second? Go just ahead. a minute. That all I need is is one. You got the timer, minute. Laura. You're on the clock, like, George. I, it, it, you is, have to it stop is one after of these that. things. Where I'm just like, dog, for real? Like, it's it just it's insane to me. Like, I look at Doc, right? Yeah, put the clock. And I'm like, look, I know Ben Simmons gets you a lot of open looks for three in the sense of if you look cumulatively, cumulatively over the last three seasons, there's not a player in, in the sport that has gotten more open looks for his teammates than Ben Simmons because of his passing ability. However... Can you get that man closer to the basket as a coach? And also, when they are fouling him intentionally, why are you not attacking the basket more to get into the bonus quicker earlier in the game and then sit him for a few minutes to get your best free throw shooters out there and put Atlanta's defense on edge I tell you when they're what. already in the bonus? If I can think of that, how can you not think of a champion coach? And I am nowhere near that. I don't this even think I can coach is- a bunch of Pop Warner kids. This is what it is, George. He is loyal to his star players. What you just recommended, while intellectually accurate, is blasphemy for a right, coach right. But, who's, who loves to support their star players. You but, can't but you could, be a coach, a player's coach, if you sit and Ben Simmons down, no, further no, embarrassing no. him for his inability to hit free throws. No, 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 no. LZ, I, I don't even think you, you – like, I, I, didn't, I didn't convey that properly. You have to – you're going to be- not bench him. You're going to sub him out anyway for rest at some point. Yeah, but, but you if made they're going to sub him because he's not going to be able to hit his free throws. That's what you no, said. No, no, no. You got to bring him back in the game, obviously. You're not going to just sit no, him the whole but game. You, but you but, said sub him because of his inability to hit free throws, which is embarrassing for no, a runner player, which makes it worse for him to be seen as a player's coach. Right, but it's easy to disguise is my point. True. What I'm saying is he's got a he's got a he's not playing 48. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's probably playing 38, right? You got 10 minutes where it once he they get into foul trouble, okay? The other Atlanta in this case. Just sit him for a few give him the rest then. Let him play until that point and then you sit him for, you give him his 5 not, minutes listen, of rest. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just I'm just saying part of the reason why he has those big those big blown leads in the postseason is because of the loyalty he rides to people those guys. Too yes. Yeah, he rides people too long. But, but, the but there's, is, uh, there's a... You, you can't deny the common denominator because there was a list that was published earlier today and it was on first yeah. take this morning yeah. where they yeah, talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. the biggest blown leads in, in NBA playoff history in the last two postseasons anyway. And on that list, Doc Rivers is just all over it. And so yeah. what? why is it that when you have a giant fourth-quarter lead— LZ said would, it. He rides, he rides his guys for too long. Well, you would think, to LZ's point, you would think that at some time he would say, this has happened over and over and over again. What have I done wrong? 
What do I want to do the next time? And he keeps doing the same thing, apparently. I'm and, and off the clock. I, I'm, giving, I, I'm giving him the cheat code. Like, I'm telling you, you got to sub Ben out for rest anyway a few minutes. Just do it then. Like, let them. Oh, you want to foul Ben? Go ahead, foul Ben. Once you get those those five fouls, I'm going to sub him out for five minutes. Now you're going to be on edge. Any little, you, you can't play defense like that, right? Think about it. Just mentally, Atlanta's like, oh, we can't foul now because he's not on the floor. We got to be careful. And you either are going to play bad defense or you're going to foul by accident. You're putting better free throw shooters in the line. And then when Ben comes back in, you can make some adjustments. So I'm saying make subtle adjustments to your substitution pattern and get that man closer to the rim. It's like a wide receiver, dog. You need to give him easy ones so he feels like he's part of the game plan. You can't just let him be out there just setting everybody up the whole game. Give him a few easy ones. Get him near the basket. You know what? While Doc definitely didn't do the things that may have helped them, at the end of the day, this is about Ben Simmons. No, this I agree, ben, but but there's nothing you could do about that in mid-series. No, but we've been having this conversation before this series began. We've had this conversation before the season began. We've seen the pictures of Ben Simmons hitting one jumper, and then that goes viral. Like, like so, at the end of the day, yes, Doc has definitely has his problems, but there is, as I said before, a common denominator in terms of the Sixers' failure, and I would say it's Ben Simmons' inability to get better. He hasn't gotten better, and that's the real problem. It's not you the know coach. what's crazy, LZ. It's the star hasn't gotten one. better. You know what's crazy? I'll tell you on the other side. What's crazy about that? And I got a, a Kuz situation, a Kuz situation, and a, and and I, what's crazy about that Ben Simmons thing you just said? I, I, it, you're gonna be like, really? I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, whoa. So was uh, the yawn right. emoji George. a big deal? Was the yawn was the yawn emoji a big deal or no deal? Just want to finish that off. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a big deal only because of the aftermath of it. Um, anyway, all right. Way to keep us on track there, Greg. Yeah, Thank nice you, job. Greg. No, you, that was actually very good on your part. Yes, yes. Because we yes. had to know. That was actually necessary. It is the game. Is. That is big deal or no deal. Uh, again, it's a big deal if you call the right attorney. When you're injured in an accident, call my friends at Salmon Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right. We're back in two minutes. It was somewhat incomplete, though. I wasn't inaccurate about my description. Um, by the way, I know the Bucks are winning right now, but bad news for them is James Harden is loosening up. He's got 14 points tonight on 5 of 7 shooting. Mm. All right, real quick. So, LZ, speaking of Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. to answer your question. So, remember when I did the, um, the Anthony Edwards pro day thing? Yep. So, one of the dudes he was working out with was Ben Simmons. So I saw Ben Simmons for several days working out, mm-hmm. and he he's hitting these shots in these workouts against other NBA players. So it's like, I don't know what's going on there, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because I'm, you, I've seen you know it. And, you know what's going on there. You know exactly what's going on. What's going on? He's got stage fright. And a lot of players get stage fright. I once saw Dwight Howard hit like 20 free throws in a row. In practice. Man, we talking <laughs> about shoot practice. Around. We talking practice. You know what I'm saying? And we all have seen those dudes. There are there are players who are great practice players. There are players who are great in-game players. There are players who are both. He might be one of those practice players. 
So, are, are, but he's so good at all the other facets of the game, right? Like, it doesn't affect his defense. It certainly doesn't affect his playmaking. That's all defense. reactionary. Mm. Shooting is not reactionary. Shooting is initiating. Reactionary stuff, a lot of players are good at. The reason why that free throw line is scary because that's not that's not reactionary. Right. Well, you also know who's re- who is uh, who's reactionary hmm. on offense? Kyle Kuzma. Um, you know what uh, the Lakers' Twitterati, Twitterati, excuse me, uh, Twitterati what discovered today? Twitterati. Go on. Twitterati. You know what they discovered? What? Kyle Kuzma, previously on his Instagram, was LA Lakers NBA champion. Do you know what's on his Instagram right now? Tell us. Simply NBA champion. Okay. You know, man, these guys who who change okay. their Instagram and and try and make that like mean something cryptic. Um, that's uh, I don't that's know. Maybe not I'm cryptic, man. That's pretty. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, I guess you know they're thinking, hey, I'm I'm letting you know where I stand on all of this. I'm it is passive aggressive, though. Is it? Yeah, not? I guess maybe that's a better way of saying it. But yeah. yeah, man. I mean, listen, I don't care what he says about himself in his Twitter bio or his Instagram bio. I don't really care what he says about himself in media. I only really care about what he does when he's on the court. That's all I really care about when it comes to him specifically, because he's still trying to find himself. So I want to give him the grace to do that. He's a young man. We forget. He is we, young. Sometimes we forget that. But he's really still a young dude. He's barely older than my own son. So when I look at him, I go, all right, okay, you're still trying to find the way. I don't think you work hard enough for your game. You check your Instagram account, you'll see a lot of people who follow you feel the same way. But at the end of the day, it's how you feel about your game. And then it's about how the front office feels about your game. And then it's about how those two best players feel about your game. It really doesn't matter how I feel about your game. But you're a young guy. You got to figure it out. If moving around NBA champion, Lakers champion, if, if that's what you want to do on a Friday or a Tuesday, whenever you did it, that's fine. I would rather you work on your handles, but you go ahead and you work on that instead. But you're figuring it out. And maybe you'll figure out more as a Laker, or maybe you'll figure out more as a Nick or as a Wizard. I don't know. <laughs> but... I know he's still figuring it out and I hope he's able to find whatever it is that he's searching for guys because he has talent, but I don't think he has the work discipline to maximize that talent. That's just me. Gone. Oh, why? What was that? I don't know what that was. That was I mean, a cap bite. Of, I mean, from, that wasn't him doing it in real no, time. That was, I mean, that like, was definitely me singing something like seriously guys. Like this is a dude who's been in the league now four seasons, and as soon as they're a defender in front of him, he's compelled to give the rock up. You know that, right? Like, he still isn't comfortable with a guy in front of him up close with the rock in his hand. Like, that's just hard work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just got to work on that. And he hasn't yet. Or he hasn't gotten to the place in which he has comfortable dribbling in traffic. You got to dribble in traffic in order to get some of those shots you want. And he's not comfortable in traffic with The Rock. So these are games, these are things he needs to work on. But if he want to work on his bio, God bless you. Work on your bio. Do you guys perceive Kuzma as the kind of player that 
thinks he could do better if he wasn't, and I'm putting this like in quotes, under the watch or of LeBron. Yes. Do you perceive him that way? I mean, I, I think – I don't know this. He's never said this to me, nor do I talk to him, to be honest with you. So, Well, when you um, do talk to him, he gives you a hard time about not playing <laughs> basketball. Yeah. The, but 30,000-foot view, guess? Yeah. I think he thinks if he was on another team, like LZ said, uh, you know, that he'd get more opportunity, that he would perform to a different standard. If you guys had to bet, if you took Kyle Kuzma and moved him, I, I don't – no details. Just he goes to another team. Does Kyle Kuzma become a star because he can play more? He gets more minutes. He has more no. responsibility. I, I don't perceive no. him to be that kind of a player. I, I yeah, perceive him to be a role it, player. It, it, it depends on where he goes and the situation there. Kyle Kuzma has a lot of offensive talent. I know I rip on his handles and him not getting better because I'm talking about championship play. But if you're talking about popularity play, he doesn't need to get better. He's good enough to be popular now. And on a bad team, he can even be an all-star right now. But we're talking about chips. We ain't talking about popularity. Now, if he's more concerned about popularity, I'm pretty sure he can go down to Orlando and give you 25 a night on 47, maybe 46% shooting. But you win and, 30 games. And then right. you win 30 games, exactly. Right. Right, right. <laughs> well, maybe LeBron sent him a text and said, hey, man, I just want to let you know that it's okay if you want to change your Instagram bio now because I don't think I'm going to bring you back. Well, he definitely took L.A. Laker out and, and replaced it with NBA champion. How about that? According to the Lakers Twitterati. Well, let's just look at it. I mean, I'm seeing it. I'm look. No, it's, so it, it's so right. It, so it is. So it does say that. Well, no, they and they have screenshots of what it used to look like and what it looks like now. So right. yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, as I said, hopefully, you know, as he continues to try to find himself, um, that process leads him to working hard on his game because I still believe he's got a lot more growth to go. But he's got to bust his ass to get there, yeah. and I don't, I don't, I don't see it. He ain't got no muscles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Man. is you hitting the gym, dog? Like, <laughs> what is we doing? <laughs> Besides changing our hair color and our bios and our profiles and stuff on Twitter, like, what are we doing? Well, that's I think why my perception is that he's just not a championship caliber one-two on somebody's team. I'll always think of him as being a four, five, six on somebody's team. I don't see him as being a number one star or a number two Robin to Batman. I see him as a four, five, six guy. Yeah. That's my perception. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I would say that's an accurate perception. Real quick. Sh I want to shout someone out before we go. Eric Alejandro. Mm -hmm. He uh, he tweeted us about 50 minutes ago, listening to Sedano LZ and cap on ESPN Los Angeles from yesterday's show. And maybe he was listening on the podcast. And by the way, you can always subscribe to the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts or ESPN app or Google, wherever you find your podcast. And he says, and JetBlue needs to pay them ASAP. I've been sold to JetBlue. Mm. I mean, not actually. We You didn't. You've been sold. Say, not on, I mean, we not, just not actually June sold. Team, You've been June sold to use JetBlue, I presume, is what you right. meant to say. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, well, we, we sold them. Yeah. Well, it's a good airline, and and the it Direct is. TV, even in coach where you can fly cross country, it's clutch man, it is it's awesome, you know, because so it can occupy your time. It's great. Yeah. Hey, Have if you you're sending Chelsea out shout Handler's, outs, uh, Instagram. What's lately? that? Chelsea Handler's Instagram lately. I have no, not actually. No. no. What's up? She's bringing body. Right. Did you know that she had a body? Well, I've always thought of her right as now. being very sexy. To be she honest, she has always uh, had a nice body. It, yes, I do she's, remember that. Yes, even, I haven't seen her in a long now. time, but yeah. 
She has always been um, um, had a uh, a very attractive upper torso, is what I would say. <laughs> well, sure. you saw that upper torso because she was sitting at a desk for <laughs> for most of the time that you saw her on TV. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what happened underneath the desk ain't too bad either. Yeah, there you go. Shout hey, out I'll... to Chelsea. Oh, and it says still single in her headline. No oh, hey girl. There. Hey now. Hey Do now. your thing. Hey, listen, LZ, I'm a taken man right now, but you know Chelsea Ain't Handler no knows where to find finger. me. Ain't no ring on your finger. Right. Ain't no ring on my finger. Well, exactly we only got 30 right. seconds if you want to shout someone out before I'm gonna shout uh, we out try to hook quick. up with Chelsea. For, for, anybody, for anybody that's into the U.S. Open like I know I am, my buddy Charlie Hoffman is through 12 holes and he's at even par. And if you're looking for a great story to cheer for this guy, this is my guy, Charlie Hoffman, currently even at the U.S. Open. LZ, love you. You too, brothers. And love you, Cap. Hey, much love to everybody. Love you guys, Greg and Laura. Great job to everybody. We will talk to you mañana at 3.55.